Hi everyone, welcome to episode, of, I think it's 32, I'm not quite sure, of YouTube, <laughs> I have no idea, every time yeah. I do it I get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd have it all wrote down or something. Yeah, uh, no, you, well a professional You should word. have a lot of Easter there with like things like <laughs> You can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, RBTV, I'm with um, Sonny Joe Williamson, amazing tattoo artist and wonderful friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You want to try to sell me here, like, <laughs> or chat me up? Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see when the cameras are off. And uh, we're going to talk about, we're go- I imagine we're going to talk about all sorts, but initially, Pet Sounds by uh, the Beach Boys. Yeah, man. Um, Sonny's idea, as I mentioned on the last podcast where I lost my mind a little bit and uh, talked about America's Most Wanted by Ice Cube, I'm going to try and keep each episode. Like, I, I think it's really nice. Like, all my friends are into music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm. th- I, I can't think of one of them because, fortunately, I've got quite cool friends. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I can't relate to anybody who probably, you know, says that I don't like music. Yeah. So. Akira, man. Yeah. We just talked about that um that one song that he's got. <laughs> that oh, he likes, yeah. He likes one song. That all the time. Crazy that, isn't it? Yeah. He's in China anyway, so. Yeah. I can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to talk about Pet Sounds, which I, I thought was a great cho- choice. I was trying to say shout and choice at the same time. Shout. Shout, choice. Um, because, and up until earlier on when I did some panic Wikipedia in, I really knew nothing about the Beach Boys. Yeah. In terms of like how, I knew like how influential they were. And Very influential. Yeah. Especially that album. Well, yeah, yeah. So it, it's been quite interesting for me and I'll be interested to hear it from somebody like, like you from your perspective and like how yeah. it's influenced you. Like where did you... Like, did your parents like the Beach Boys or anything? Nah, or? I don't think so. Well, maybe, hmm, nah, they never really listened to it when I was growing up. Yeah. I only really discovered the album probably like three or four years ago. Right. Maybe four years ago. Yeah. And I think when I was living in Australia or when I first moved to London around that sort of time, mm-hmm. maybe a bit of both. Yeah. And then, because my, my best mate Grant loves the album, so I just give it a bash. And it, yeah, it's insane. I mean, like, it, yeah. It's ridiculously good, isn't it? Like, yeah. And then I remember watching their film on Brian Wilson, uh-huh. and that's got the whole story about behind that album and like the build up to it and that, right, and like right, right. the full story about when they were young and that. And because it that like makes the album, I think. I was reading today, but yeah, about it's like their eleventh studio album, mm. which is me- which is mental for any band anyway. Yeah. But for your eleventh album to be like so iconic, yeah, yeah. And it, it like there was a, a, again. I'm probably just pinching this from whatever I read it on the internet, but like the balance between like. It was like a changing of the guard because they actually took like creative control and it was like... Well, he did. The right. rest didn't. Okay. And the rest uh, hated it, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, the rest of them hated it. According to what I've seen, it might be, might be bullshit, but... Yeah. Because um, they went on tour and he didn't like touring, did he? So he would just sit at home and he was on other medication that and just taking his right. drugs and that at the time. So he was like a mixture of doing... I think like acid and mushrooms and smoking as a weed, and then yeah. which is a great combo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he was on like, like prescription meds, mm-hmm. like taming down and that. Wasn't it? And In the sixties as well, when they didn't have a fucking clue yeah, what they were doing. That's why he's a bit like a bit mashed now. Mm. And then, <laughs> um, I think he likes. They went on tour one time and he stayed at home and then he pretty much wrote pet sounds. Right. Maybe on the piano, like yeah. little bits, and then I think he got orchestra in, didn't he? And then it was like 
I'm watching this. I think it might have been on the film, so it might have been dramatized a bit. But like being dead picky with the orchestra, like he'd like knew what sound exactly what sounds he wanted mm. and where he wanted them on the album and that. And the rest of them like didn't trust him, and they were falling out over it and that. Yeah, and because all the songs before were so innocent, weren't they? Yeah, just about like surfing, even though like none of them surfed, or well, only one of them surfed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so about, like every promo pictures then with a surfboard. Yeah, like. yeah, and just dri- about driving a car or like yeah, yeah, going to cinemas or something. It's mad, like listening to it today, which is the first time I've listened to it like from start to finish. It was interesting. Like I listened to the mono version on Spotify. Yeah, that's what I did. And yeah. then I put the remastered, like the stereo one on, which was weird because I was like, well, as soon as it was like stereo, I was like, this could come out like. It'd still be a bit old hat, but I was like, it feels like quite contemporary oh, yeah, still. Definitely. And then um, you can see like recent Arctic Monkeys influences in like the, the soundscapes and stuff, I think. Yes, where it changed, like the music changes like yeah. drastically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and a lot of the harmonies as well. Yeah. But um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so a lot like it's weird because like nine out of this, nine of 13 songs are about like girls. Mm. And like and being in love, so most songs are though. They might have said yeah, songs yeah, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, like, but I, I don't know, like, some of it, and I don't know if it's because I'm, I'm listening back, thinking about like what I'm, I know about like the Beach Boys. But some of it sounded quite like I don't know if it was in like minor chords and stuff, but they'd be singing about nice things. But a lot of it's like felt quite like dark. So this is what I love about it. That's my, that's what I was gonna make. Like the yeah. point I was gonna make is that it's sad songs sang in a happy way really yeah if that makes sense yeah 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 or even or even the opposite as well do you know what I mean yeah yeah. that's yeah, what yeah. I love about it like because the, har- like the, the, har- the harmonies and shit that's yeah. actually right the harmonies and stuff like make you feel at beat so if, if you want to listen to a sad song but not just want to like kill yourself mm. you listen to that yeah yeah I think yeah. Oasis are kind of similar in a way yeah do you know what I mean yeah. like they can sing about something quite sad but like have quite quite powerful music behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So quite, quite a good, like, there's, like, drive to it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be pure Coldplay sesh. Yeah. Well, like, Don't Look Back, back in Anger is, is, like, it's an anthem, but it's really, like, a, a sad song, but it's, it's probably but my favourite Oasis yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. But like, the music makes it a bit more, but that's what I love about it. Do you know yeah. But, yeah, that album, I love, um, I know there's an answer. Yeah. Like, that's my, I think that's one of my favourite ones off the album. Yeah. There's one of them that has been absolutely ruined because it's like a football chant. Which one? I can't remember. No. Football chant? What, on the album? Yeah. Yeah, it's like... It's maybe like halfway through. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> get it up. Yeah, get it up. Break all the rules and chat. I hate footy minutes, so I won't have a clue. Uh, well, I don't really like football either, but um, I remember like my brother singing it because my brother used to go to like, every borough game and stuff. It was Sloop John B., which is what the song oh, yeah. is called. Yeah. Should I you fucking you, play you, a bit? No, you have, to, you, have, you have to do the footy chant. <laughs> go on. Oh, it's the I Want to Go Home. It's like, the, like people... Oh, yeah. People All would right. sing it when... Um, I don't know, when the other team would be like losing or mm. whatever, like they'd sing it like at them. I don't know, it's just like 10. That came on today and I was like, fucking hell, I got transported back to being like 10. Well, My really? brother singing that and me being like, you fucking sure. Oh, no way. <laughs> but apart from that... Um, but yeah, and a great song. There's a, yeah, it's a good song. There's a song like right towards the end, which was, I was like tallying up like the love songs, and there's one that's just about the the singing about how I'm trying to tell people that there's like a better life to be lived out there. That's what I, I know that um, there's an answer. 
Is that yeah yeah? That's kind of that's kind of the same message on that song. Yeah. But then they have the, then they have the same music again later on in an, in another song called like uh, Destroy Your Ego or something. Right. I don't know. I just had it on. Oh, yeah, like yeah. yeah. So it's like the same. And it's the same chorus, same melody and everything, but like he's obviously like just wrote two songs. Right, right. Couldn't right. choose what <laughs> what song do you, do what you know, yeah, what yeah, where to put the lyrics to, yeah. Or it, or maybe he's done it on purpose, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. But it, like it, it again it felt like I think right now in, in the world it that message like gets thrown around quite a lot. Yeah. It's quite a common like internet thing where people are saying like, Oh, you don't you know, you don't have to work for the man or whatever yeah like yeah. you can find carve your own path and like you don't have to life. stay in your comfort zone yeah that's and what it's about really isn't it really yeah like if you want to like get further in life you have to be out of your comfort zone all yeah. the time really don't you yeah and, and that's, that's why that's when i fell in love with the album is when right. i first i think it was when i first moved to australia and then when i moved to london i was just listening to that album loads yeah so i was yeah. just like obviously out of my comfort zone and that yeah so it was relatable yeah at the time and i think it was just interesting so like like 66 or 63 like was when it came out mm. and for them to be like saying that then i think is quite like quite interesting just yeah definitely it was, it was like there was advanced thinking for back then yeah and especially when all his bandmates well they're all cousins and that aren't they yeah yeah and yeah, they're yeah. all hating it because they're like saying like he's obviously doing too much drugs and that and they're saying they're not singing songs about drugs and stuff and it's like it's not just about drugs is it it's like yeah more yeah, to yeah. it than that but yeah, they were just like, we want, they wanted to sing about surfing and that still. And it was like, 11th album and that. Oh, like, you've done 10 albums of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, was it like two brothers and three cousins or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So the the one that, so one of them drowned when he was like 39, Dennis. I was, was, he? I was reading about how he drowned. You yeah, got, no, go on. How did he drown? <laughs> so, like, I mean, I presume all of them were always off the nut because of the amount of money that they had at the time. Yeah, I think they were towards the end of that, yeah. But he was like, he was off his nut and three years previously, he'd thrown all of his now ex-wife's belongings in like this part of the Mediterranean, Mediterranean Ocean. Yeah. And he was, was like, basically on a drug field bender, was like, I'm going to go and get them back. <laughs> and went, no. on, went on a diving trip and was diving trying to find them off his nut and he drowned because obviously... He was off his nut and he was like fucking doing like some mad scuba diving or something. Looking for like... He must have proto like regretted sacking <laughs> her off. Few, or he was just fuming like just that fucking gold asthma. bracelet like... Oh yeah, trying to trade it Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Is he the same Is he the same guy that... Um, is he the drummer? I don't know, Dennis. <sighs> Should I find out? I think he might be the, what, the same guy that... Because they're all cousins obviously. Yeah. One of them started shagging the other one's daughter. And the daughter was dead young, like 16. No. And he was like 40 year old or something. And then he was like banging his cousin's daughter. Which means he's fucking related. Do you know what I mean? He's related <laughs> to her. Yeah, it was. Dennis. Yeah. Is that Dennis one that shagged the daughter? Is that? I, I don't know about that. Is I it just drummer? He's a drummer. Yeah, I think it's the same dude, man. Right. Off his head. Fuck me. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty um, pretty bad. He was the one that was friends with, um, well, new Charles Manson. And yeah, so what? Again, same, same sort of. Well, apparently, because they just used to, or he apparently just used to pick up hitchhikers all the time in, in, in LA in the 60s. He picked up two hitchhikers, took them back to this house that he was renting, and then apparently the next day, Charles Manson pulled up with them two women in a bu- with a bus full of women, including them two, 
and like came over and was like kissing his feet and shit and was like, will you let us in? Kissing his feet. <laughs> That's what he says, yeah. Nah. And uh, <laughs> so he like basically just had all these women in his house like and Charles Manson just like all the time, just like orgies and drugs. And yeah. he said, apparently there's like a quote where he says he likes Charles Manson because he's really like, he shared his, always shared his LSD. And, um, but then in the same thing, he says that he like, he wants to um, like shoot someone and push him down a well and that like, yeah, fucking, too much, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he just parted with like Manson family for like years and years and years. And then oh, we had a great time as well. Well, Charles Manson's whole thing was to get like he wanted to be a songwriter. Oh yeah. So he wrote a song with him, and then with Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. They were going to put it out on Beach Boys' independent label, and they, they then they had a massive falling out about something probably because it's Charles Manson. Yeah. Fucking more loads of money or something. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and um, yeah, so they had a falling out. So to get back at him, he recorded the song as a Beach Boys song and put it out. And was telling Charles Manson, I'm going to put your song out, I'm going to put your song out. And then renamed it and put it out as a Beach Boys song. No. And then that's when Did Charles... Did you know what song it was? I could Google it. No, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then, um, and then they reckon, the theory is that that was the trigger point behind Charles Manson, like really going fucking loopy. Because the mass murders that he committed were like two doors down from that house. Eventually, he left that house. His, oh, his, yeah. All his, right. His rent was up on the house, Dennis Wilson. His like contract was up, so he just went and le- he left it f- with Charles Manson like this, like a hundred thousand pounds worth of damage apparently, and just went, I'm going, so that the landlord had to deal with kicking out Charles Manson because <laughs> he didn't want to kick him out. Whoa. So then, and then they obviously got evicted. He paid for the damage, and then they went back to either that house or like the house two like two doors down where Sharon Tate and that were yeah. obviously got murdered by Charles Manson. Yeah, I thought I thought that house was some guy offered him a record deal or something. And then it didn't follow through with it. That was basically same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's that's mad, that isn't it? Fucking bananas. Yeah, I um, I heard that um that Brian Wilson when he was writing writing the, the album as well. I think he were like he had a piano in his house and he wasn't really allowed to leave the house because it was crazy. Well, they thought he was crazy, so they punked him to the meds and that. Yeah. So um, and like their manager was was a bit of a fucking mad company. Like they would pump him full of of drugs and then just sit him on a piano and be like right you need to write an album we need more money and that right and they would just be like forcing the right songs and that and uh he used to put like a sand pit he used to put the piano in a sand pit so he could have his bare feet in the sand whilst writing for like inspiration and that. i thought that was cool as <laughs> that is pretty but you know that that's pretty gangster isn't it like, yeah 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 get, let me get my kitchen turned into a <laughs> and it full, yeah into a beach yeah basically yeah <laughs> get his feet in the sand because he can't leave the house yeah Mad. That was another thing, like a th- the thing that I read about the album was that it was more about it was like a big step because something it, like the management shifted them. They either like not got rid of him, but maybe Brian Wilson took more control of the songs than the manager previously had, or something like that. Yeah, there was something to do with the dad as well, right? Because their dad used to, I don't think he used to be the manager or what, but he used to control a lot of stuff, didn't he? Yeah, you always get it though, like. Dad managers. We used to joke about dad managers with bands. Oh, that's the worst, isn't it? <laughs> Where they like make the gig posters on paint or something. And they d- you get that quite a lot, don't you? Yeah. Or they just turn up to gigs like stand next to a sound guy and yeah, yeah. Make, was, make him turn his son's guitar all the way up. Yeah. I was <laughs> turn his guitar all the way up. <laughs> I was in a I was in a band with with a dad manager. Very very first band I was in, and like the singer was like he was, he was a good singer to be fair. And his dad was lovely, but he 
he was convinced that we we had to he like had this thing in his head where he was like before you'll be any good at like writing original songs which we were doing we were like always playing like gigging our songs he was like you need to like nail a hundred cover songs and i was like and it was because like he was really into like johnny thunders and shit like that like all like 70s punk like someone had said it and he'd like read it mm. so that our singer you know like he he loved his dad he worshipped his dad so he was like can we like start trying like some covers and stuff yeah. and fucking like playing like played all sorts of playing like the damned and shit that i just didn't like yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like i think there's some truth in that yeah like, but he, he was like we need to nail our 100 covers yeah. and i was like we fucking don't no nah. like because even when we were playing like when we first started we'd just play covers for like not even that long to be honest i think we were just mm. knocking out songs straight away and that really yeah or giving it a go anyway yeah but they'll be they'll i think be, yeah it'd be terrible like yeah well yeah do you know what i mean but then the more like the more you try at that it's like tiring isn't it like yeah so yeah i can copy like loads of flash all day long still do that now but <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you're not really you're not really learning anything are you you're just like you're just copying it yeah do you know what i mean like you gotta d- give it a go like d- d- draw your own version yeah the, the, I mean, it's, it's copy a fi- the structure in that yeah it's a fine line you've got to kind of like you've got to learn from it i think exactly what you said you've got to like understand it and be like right you know like a song yeah. For instance, has like might be in four parts. Yeah, you've got your first chorus, first chorus, yeah. bridge, like pre-chorus, yeah. chorus, and that, you know what I mean. You can literally just lift that and understand it once you've played it a few times. Just be like, right, that's how I'm gonna write my songs. Is that Brian Wilson was saying that he pretty much copied um, oh, what were they called? He pretty much copied. Ah, oh, fuck now. Should have like researched what this probably <laughs> podcast on about it, but he copied this band. I forgot their name, man. It'll come to me. So he copied this band that was. Basically, like, they just did only vocals, so it was just like all harmonies, like four guys. Right, right, right. And then he would like, he used to copy them and just like copy their vocal range, and that's how he started singing like high. Yeah, yeah. And, that. and then he said the most important instrument for him was like the human voice. Yeah. So they would like get all the harmonies down to a T before they even thought about the music. Right, right. That's right. what makes it so special because you don't really like hear that in like modern music at all do you so it's like the other way around isn't it you yeah like, like, they'll build, like a track and just be like sing over that yeah music's made yeah. and then singing shit so the, like you get so much yeah. shouting do you know <laughs> what I mean think, yeah, yeah 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 like the like, I was listening to it and some of the har- like some of the harmonies and just some of the vocal like the vocal range on it I was like it's fucking insane I know it's the 60s and like maybe barbershop and stuff was more popular yeah but it's still like yeah like up there you know yeah. what I mean I was like and I was gonna try and sing along in the park. But <laughs> no, you can't do that. That's the worst. The worst thing about the Beach Boys is that, like, even when you're in your car on your own, blasting it, you can't even sing along. It's yeah, it's already like a register yeah, too high, isn't it? Man. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what Sorry. No, go on. I was just gonna say the only other person that said that about um, that I can think of that said that about um, the human voice yeah. is Kanye West. Really? Yeah, because I was watching. More showed me it actually when we went down to see um, him and Emily down south. Oh, yeah. And uh, we watched this video about how he like produces his songs, and he'll take like a, a noise and or like a word that someone's like sang, mm. and then he'll chop that and make a beat out of that. Oh uh, yeah. And I was like, and then when I've gone back and listened to like Kanye West, I'm like, yeah, it's like it's yeah, very really? minimal. Like, there's instruments there, like obviously, but like most of the layering is is different voices and yeah. different like, which is pretty cool. Yeah, but it's hard to find. Like, if you start in bands, it's hard to find. 
those people that can sing that you like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're all gonna like sing and harmony and your voices are all gonna suit each other and that like that's just not gonna happen, is it? No. Really? No. Um but their I think their dad or his dad pretty much like beat it into him apparently. He used to, yeah. he used to beat him up on that if he was singing that key and that. <laughs> give him give him a clip. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking paid off, didn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if I have any yeah. kids I'll get them on the piano and I'll be like that. Singing key. Make, it's what, like the, some money. the singer from the, not the singer Michael Jackson the Jackson 5's dad yeah he was like that one not he? he yeah 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 but that's why like Michael was so twisted the reckon because he was like the youngest one so he had the most attention on him but they all got like so no childhood in that really because he was just mm. forced to sing in that yeah 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 that's kind of what they were like really so they said anyway but that's what I was like I couldn't believe that it was their 11th studio album and I was they're like doing it from a young age like yeah, yeah, yeah. Young age. and I think I think the dad ended up taking like loads of money yeah probably like, was yeah. giving himself like more than 20% do you know what I mean yeah and then they all fell out over it and stuff but that's what happens in it it's brutal in the music industry but that album as well that album Pet Sounds that inspired that was a big inspiration on um, the Beatles when they wrote uh, Sgt. Pepper yeah you can tell mm, you can can't you yeah 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 when I heard I heard that I was like whoa because the Beatles were like the biggest band in the world at that at that point yeah and then I think like Paul McCartney was like like I heard Pet Sounds and he was like you know if I gave me a like fuck yeah 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 do you know what I mean he was like that's like one step ahead of, of what yeah. they're doing but when Pet Sounds come out you know it got fully slated did it didn't get any good reviews any, right, I don't right, think right. so anyway well hardly yeah 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 got massively like massively slated got bad reviews and then it just kept now it's like what is it 40 years on yeah 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 well over that isn't it like 45 or something yeah but um now it's gone down it's like one of the greatest albums of all time yeah but it's like the thing is about I, I was listening to a podcast with Rick Rubin and uh, Andreas Thingy from Outcast the other day and they were oh, t- they were talking about yeah and they were talking about how um that when when people take a departure or like the, some of their favourite albums or albums that when they first listened to them mm. a couple of times they weren't keen and then all of a, and then all of a sudden they were like you know what I mean because it's too much to take in first listen if you listen to an album first listen and you and you, I think I've had it with some albums that I listen to first go and I absolutely love it and I still love it to this day but sometimes it's like like Atom Monkey's latest album for example I've like got that yeah, yeah, yeah but it's a real album you have to listen to that loads to even take in what's going on yeah 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 and I like that yeah it's um it's when there's like more detail to it it's like they, they were on about um same with films man it's like watching like Shutter Island or something for the first time and that at the end you're like hang on what happened there again yeah yeah, 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 yeah do you know what I mean yeah you have to watch them again and again and then you're like oh, alright cool yeah I think together. like any film like a sign of a, a, a well made film like good or bad is like down to taste I guess at the end of the day but yeah. like a well made film is something where you go home and you're still thinking about it like yeah. I know I've seen a good film when I go home and I'm like Lottie and, and yeah. she's like fucking shut up <laughs> yeah you know what I mean then I'm like that must that is a, a good film because I'm yeah. still like processing it and unpacking it or whatever. Well, even like Sgt Pepper like that album there like when you first listen to it you're just like hang on is this even the same album what is going on here yeah, do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. all the mad noise and that is going on <laughs> and then next minute <laughs> yeah. it just swings back around and c- comes back in again you're like wow yeah but yeah it's the same same thing that's why you can hear the big inspiration from Pet Sounds and that yeah but yeah well like Sgt Pepper's was was that for the Beatles really wasn't it like yeah Pet Sounds for the Beatles yeah, yeah. definitely um, and he, like if you think about the vocal harmonies in it and 
the use of instruments in pet sounds like there's a full orchestra yeah well there's a full orchestra but there's also there's like eastern influence into it like there's like there's all kinds of crazy shit going Mm -hmm. on in there um which you wouldn't necessarily hear from like an american pop album at the time you probably wouldn't hear now really that was all in his head he reckons he could like hear it all before it really wrote it it's well, mad that, it? that. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but imagine getting that out, man. Yeah. Being able to get that out in your head and having loads of people sitting in the room with all the different instruments and being like, nah, you're hitting that wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or you're slightly like, you need like, like, I don't know. Yeah. Go half a step up or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what it was like. Yeah. That's crazy, I think. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? When you get, it's like an un- unbelievable level of like mastery. Yeah. Of, um, so I can't even draw a leaf sometimes. I've got a leaf in my head and I'm like, I can't even draw a leaf. I mean, <laughs> I've been drawing that shit for like 10 years, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, but, but this guy can just like control a full orchestra yeah. whilst being out of his head. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? He's on meds, like <laughs> dumbing, dumbing himself down and he can still do it. Might help. It might help. Well, I doubt it. No, I know what you mean. But um, I might try yeah. to see him the other, the other year. He played at, um, what was that festival called? I've gone brain dead today, man. don't know. The um, UK festival? Yeah. Festival, but like, nah, it's like half shit. Not like a main festival, not like that's all right. It's like Kendall Calling, Latitude, yeah, Kendall Calling, yeah, Col- really. <laughs> See how you knew what I meant straight away. <laughs> I was like, I'm being channeled on that festival, yeah, but like, <laughs> nah, you, you know, I know yeah, what you Kendall Calling, yeah, yeah. And he was saying that that's sham, really, but like, when he was like, <laughs> when he was playing, he was just like, he was like singing and that, and he was just going, just like burping down the mic and that, in the, like in the middle of the choruses and that, yeah. But he's still blasting them out, man. This was only like two years ago or something. Two yeah, years ago. he doesn't play with the Beach Boys anymore, does he? Well, I think most of them didn't, eh? There's still like, f- I think three of them. Is there? Uh, they I replaced Finky. They replaced the one that, that drummer. Did they? Yeah. But, mad, there isn't even that much. There's percussion. Yeah. But it's not like traditional drumming, really. No, nah, it's not like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. cause this, like the rhythm is like there's a lot of like tambourines and like shakers. Yeah, yeah, there's like the yeah. song carries itself it's sort like of thing. It's not, it's not drum driven, is it? No, but and there's layers of drums as well, isn't there? Like on that album. Yeah. Like hear the snare coming in like dead loud and that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's mint. Yeah, it's crazy. That uh, yeah, the the album that they were referencing that I was trying to think of is um, they were saying Rick Rubin was talking about OK Computer by Radiohead. Oh. What an album. I'm saying that when that came out, not it got a weird reception. He didn't, didn't like it? it, and like yeah, because because up until that point they'd been effectively like a, a sad rock band. Mm. They had bits of like electronic stuff, mm. but up until then, because that's a like it's a heavily electronic album, isn't it? Okay, computer, yeah, yeah, it is. It's got like, idiotic. They got even more like, electronic now though, haven't they? Yeah. Like, have you seen Live Points? We've got the chaos pad on that. Yeah, and he's just like messing on with the vocals and that. Yeah, yeah. okay, computer, it's mad album. Like that opening it. track, Airbag. Yeah, drum and bass on that, fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I love that song. Um, and yeah, I like Radiohead. You like Radiohead, obviously. You love like Radiohead, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people hate. They get a lot of stick, don't they? Mm. I don't know why. Well, actually, not. I do know exactly why, but you got. I feel. I don't know. I always look past that in music. Yeah, because of he's got of his voice and that. But the music, the music's just insane. I think. I think he's got. Like, I think he's got. A, He's got an interesting voice. Yeah. I think he's got a good voice. So I, like, I like it, yeah. But I can see why people are just like, like someone before was com- comparing them to Coldplay or something. And I was like, you can't compare Radiohead to Coldplay, really. Like they're two different bands, like completely different. Yeah, completely. Like one's really intelligent and one's not. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I've actually got a soft spot for Coldplay more. Have you? Yeah. Only the early stuff, though. Like Parachutes. Parachutes is a, f- yeah. is a good album. And yeah. A Rush of Blood to the Head. That's a class album, man. I've, I've got that on vinyl, mate. Mint. Yeah? Love it, yeah. I think it came out when I was like full mosh mode in college, I think. It's pretty white bread, but it's good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parachutes is a banger, though. That's her first album, innit? Yeah. Mint. Yeah. I'm, I'm, again, my But now, the glow sticks and the fucking weird trousers with like pink laces and that come off it and that. Do you know what I mean? Got like, too much money. I don't think it's that. I think, do you not think like. They're trying too hard to have this like weird image or something like I don't know. Try to be like damn the kids with glow sticks and that, but like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like out with Twitch dads. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I don't know. I just, I, yeah. I mean, obviously the good songwriter, but something happens to not all bands, but some bands when they get to a level of like fame and and money where if they become like so out there. Like they become the lives are so unrelatable that the only way the like the, the music becomes really out there as well. And it's quite hard yeah. to like. It's just trying to add, I think. Yeah. Trying to be too current and trying to be like, mm. I don't know, in the in the um, some people's faces constantly. So just like. You can tell where it's fast, can you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why I think it's important to be like a studio band. Like what the Beatles did in that. Yeah. Not concentrate on live performances, and I think that's what that's why. Beach Boys did so well. Yeah. Because Brian took a back step from all the live shows and that, didn't he? I don't think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he just got too anxious or something, he was saying. Right. Couldn't handle it. Imagine it, though, especially back then, all the people screaming like that. Same with the Beatles, all of them had enough of it, didn't they? <sighs> fucking chaos. You couldn't even hear the music on stage because everyone was screaming. You've seen Hard Day's Night? Yeah. It's fucking mental, yeah. isn't it? Like. Yeah. Like, when they played in, like, footy stadiums and, and back then it was, like, come out with Hanoi's and shit. And it was, like, girls, screaming. like, passing out and oh, like, yeah. fucking, like, just scream like like the video is just like roars of like eighteen mm. year olds like sixteen year olds whatever just like losing the minds like to a point like I've never lost my mind as much as those people in those videos no, have never. you know what I mean like not anything like my, I'm, I realize I'm quite chill but like yeah. you know what I mean no, I, I still get excited no by no one shit. does that anymore though do they really no yeah 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 I don't maybe, know what maybe at a Bieber concert a few years ago. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant for you. For oh, I was no, like, <laughs> it's because I was about to ask you, what do you think, what could, what would happen to make you like lose your shit like that? And then you just start talking about Justin Bieber. What would happen to make me lose my shit like that? Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Probably, I can't think probably if I was like chilling with Liam Gallagher for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I think I wouldn't lose my shit there, that little call and that, but then afterwards I'd be like, what the fuck? Oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he's good on Twitter. Oh, mate, he's a legend. I love him, though. <laughs> Me and Reggie argue about Liam Gallagher every single day. We've had a big argument today about him. Really? Yeah. We had a waste of time this morning, and then I think when he came in, it must have, we must have changed it, right? But then Spotify started playing Oasis again, and he was just like, fucking hell, how has he managed to get on this playlist again? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it, man. And he was just like, he was saying about Q putting in the magazine <laughs> Can you put in the magazine that he's like the greatest front man ever or something? Right. And I was like, well, he is. And then he's, I mean, he's one of yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, and he was like, he was like, nah. If you think that, he was like, you can you can fuck off and that. And he was like, <laughs> not better Freddie Mercury. And I was like, all right, you can argue that. Yeah. Like, but he, and I was like saying he's got one of the greatest voices ever. And then he was like, yeah, he's not got one of the greatest voices ever. And he was like, his voice is shit. He can't sing. And he was like, 
Freddie Mercury's got a better voice. And I was like, yeah, obviously he's got a better voice. But like, mm-hmm. if I listen to Freddie Mercury for more than 10 minutes, man, my head is fried. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I've got steam pumping. He's, he's fucking making up his own language and that. All these <laughs> mad words and shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's even got like a fucking a nursery rhyme and he'll, he'll make it sound class, man. Do you think? Yeah, but I mean, he would sing Baba Black Sheep the Beast. I just, I think he's hilarious. Yeah, like, he's hilarious. I love well, that like, he replies to people on the internet and fucking talks. He's hilarious like, as well, like. Um, but he's also. Do you know what's really? Do you know a band called The Story So Far? You no, them? Like no. a pop, pop punk band. But the last couple of albums they've like mellowed out and they're they're, they're good. Like I, I I like him and um. But I watched a music video for one of like the most recent tracks off like the latest album and the singer is trying so hard to be Liam Gallagher oh, honestly like he's more got, than uh, DMA mate he's got a fucking Parker on yeah like the glasses hands behind the back no everything no. but he's in a successful pop punk band who already have like their own like identity and I'm like surely someone in your band's like I'm gonna have to watch that after this like, brutal like it? someone would be like have a word like if, if Ray started doing that I'd be like Mate, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like someone, like the fucking the like signed to like a big record level and that someone somewhere must ha- must have Are to say this. Nah, we can tell someone's taking the piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, so weird. They're a California, um, like thingy band, Are like they? pop punk band. Yeah, yeah. Proper. He just clearly just fucking. Well, that's the thing with it being like different countries as well. Is that like in England you can't get away with that? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's um, too on the nose. Like even like, have you heard of the Snuts? Yeah. So they're like, very, very like that world, aren't they? Yeah, but yeah. even I don't think their their singer would put a fucking park on and like the no. wall. Like, it's too it's too much, and it's too on the nose. No, yeah. But DMA is about as close as you can get, I think. Yeah. But they get away with it. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. kind of pulled it off. Yeah. Which well, is surprising. If, if you think about how many people like, just buzz off Oasis, you could literally start an Oasis two point Call them fucking yeah, like I've watched like <laughs> Sun Kissed or something like yeah no or even like I've watched Oasis tribute band since lockdown and that yeah <laughs> like in Hartlepool man they love it yeah there's oh, been two there's been two Oasis tribute bands like one one was like two quid in which obviously I went to that and yeah, it was yeah obviously tragic <laughs> and then there was one the other day for like eighteen quid and I was like I'm not paying eighteen quid yeah. to stand in the rain and watch an Oasis tribute band like, yeah 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 people some people will pay that pardon me loads of people went yeah loads of people went but. That's, people just love it that much they just yeah. love that shit but there's like there's um there's a there's a metal band called Airborne they're yeah. from Australia actually yeah and they are literally ACDC yeah but like 30 years younger really? all the songs are like so similar yeah they're like they're, they're pretty good yeah. like yeah they're mid like the cast to watch live but they're literally just ACDC just yeah. like 30 years younger but that many people like ACDC that you know if, well. if you get they're Australian aren't they are they yeah right if you get 5% of ACDC's fan base, that's still like fucking 500 million people or something, yeah, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, true. Um, true. But there's been loads of bands that have mimicked that shit and haven't got away with it, though, haven't they? Yeah. Like, look at um, The Enemy, the Vice Monkeys and that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, like, they try to get some rivalry going there and it's yeah. just like, nah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Vice Monkeys fucking smashed them out of the water, oh, clearly. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Proto Man. But yeah, they've had like quite an interesting. They've had a lot of help off Josh Homme and that, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Like I think him... Did he produce AM as well? Yeah. yeah. And um, third album on it, Humbug. Or he helped. Did he? I know he wrote a lot. He yeah, wrote yeah. Crying Lightning guitar solo on that, I think. Yeah. And um, I think he 
tell them like what direction to kind of how they need to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not too same because the first and second album, kind of similar, weren't they? Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. She was like, right, you need to like mature a bit. I think you like showed them the way, sort of sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what you need, like. But Oasis has got way of doing the same fucking thing. Yeah. They've just done the same thing forever. I think they've refined it though. Yeah, the, and obviously, like, no started like stepping in a bit more on mm. that, but like, it's still the same songs, isn't it? Like the same. Same sound all the way through. Like yeah, Catfish yeah. Bottom and as well, they got the same sound. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. the way through. But like now it's like, I don't think they will... Uh, yeah, they, they won't last. Like that like Royal Blood, what do you think about them? I like them. Yeah, what do you think about like, how they're going to like... You can't, yeah, you can't do, you know what do I mean? that. They yeah, cannot, yeah, like yeah. forever. Yeah. I, I heard, I, I don't know how true this is, but I heard they might, for their third album, they might have other people on vocals and that. Right. Which that might be sense. a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, there's only fucking two of them in there. Yeah. But like you only, it's... And the second album was full yeah. of backing tracks a little bit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. The first one wasn't. Right. Was, but the second the second one, and I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about yeah. that. Yeah, probably got someone Just get on more stage hiding behind the curtain and that. Like. Yeah. But I was like, mm, don't know how I feel about the backing tracks. But it was like vocals coming through like speakers and that. Right, right, right. I'm not right. into that shit, mate. Yeah, you can do that if like, I think if you're a two-piece and then you're going to do that, you have to... You have to expand, expand, but like be open and like, not tell people, but just you know what I mean. Like, mm. acknowledge that you can only do so much with two yeah, people. Yeah, you know I what know, I mean. Yeah. And what they do is good. Obviously, they smashed it, but but it's weird isn't it, about changing your sound or like updating it. Yeah. Without forcing it, being able to pull it off. Yeah, I think you've got to be. Again, like, I don't know. Like, you kind of got to be careful who you let in to your like inner circle, but equally. If you take a band like Queens of Stone Age, that is effectively like, apart from Josh Homme and maybe like one or two others, it's like a revolving door of musicians. Like people come and just like, yeah, work with Queens of Stone Age on like two or three albums, and then go, and then might come back. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Dave yeah. Grohl obviously played with them for ages, and then they had a drummer called Joey Castillo for like a couple of years, and but because you've always got like, it's probably because Josh Homme is such a like. He knows exactly what the fuck he wants, you know what yeah. I mean? So he can, he, he's always going to, like, guide it in his way and just yeah. have everyone else, like, put their creative input into it. Even Oasis did that, didn't they? They weren't for members, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think they even cared who, who were playing. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Josh Homme probably, like, white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's on it's Whereas Oasis purpose. were like, are you wearing gazelles in the park? Yeah, well, I get yourself on Yeah, yeah, we'll play drums. Words. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> They went through a lot of drums, didn't they? Yeah. Loads. I, I read some... I think it was about the Arctic Monkeys drummer after like the first album he'd had enough. No, the bassist, wasn't it? Was it the bassist? Yeah. Yeah, the bass player. Like, Fucking mad I don't, I don't think he had enough. I don't know if they kicked him out or what. Because I also heard that he had stage fright quite bad. Right, right. So after the first album, um, yeah, he like left and then he got Nick O'Malley in on bass, who's obviously been in it ever since. Mm. And they've never changed members at all. Right. Which That's is mint. Good. Yeah, Which yeah. Is mint. But I actually read in the paper last year, when I was on the tube, like, I've seen a little thing being like, oh, I think it's called Andy, somewhere, um, who was the first bass player. He did a podcast talking about how like depressed he, <laughs> he was about fucking leaving yeah, us, yeah, yeah. which you would be, man. But like, I know if you're going to be like, like nervous, like getting stage fright and that and getting nervous and that, but it's just like, fucking hell, man. Like, you're going to abandon you. Like, suck it up. Yeah. I know some yeah. people can't help it and that, but like, you can't moan afterwards being like, oh. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then he was like, you know, he was in Eleven in the Makers as well. Oh, really? Yeah, he did some stuff with them, I think. I, I was in a band, like, again, like, years and years and years ago with when I was in school. 
was a group of lads who were like a lot of them were really into Radiohead and it was a good band to be fair like yeah. I quite enjoyed playing with them one of the guitarists or one of the bassists I can't remember was um he was like super super into music and like loved like the the process and like the craft and like writing the songs together mm. couldn't he like playing gigs was like torture for him really like, he just he hated it and you could see and he'd talk about it in practice and he'd be like just like nervous and he was like we were young as well we were like 16 so it's even harder to like get past those things yeah when you're age. 16 in that it's brutal isn't it but yeah and he's always been like quite like insular but he'd literally like it's he'd like thrash his guitar and stuff but like he'd have his back to the crowd like most yeah, of the time and yeah. like I so it's just painful one of the reasons it's not the only reason but like when we broke up it was like I, I can't do it he was like I don't want to play gigs Really, and he was like, "I love it." He's like, I'll, "I'll if you want to like continue writing music, I'll write music." Um, but he's like, "I can't play gigs." Yeah. At the time, I was like, "All I can think about is playing gigs." Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, like, it is when you're that age, isn't it? Yeah. Like for me now, I, I actually like dislike playing gigs, like mo- like don't dislike playing gigs. Like I love playing gigs, but as long as there's shitloads of people there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that yeah, sounds yeah. bad, but like I cannot be at like towards the end, towards the <coughs> towards the end of our band and that like. I just cannot be asked going around London and packing up and being with fucking 12 people there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's slogging it. And it was like, yeah. Oh, for man. the amount of like effort you put in for like... Yeah, just playing some like, little shitty yeah. night. You know, just for the sake of playing a gig and that. Like, like, I've always loved that, but then towards the end I was like, doing what I'd rather we were like in the band practice room like writing, writing new songs than doing that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But when I was younger, like I used to get proper bad and nervous, like yeah. Not even that long ago, anyway. I just get nervous sometimes. Like sometimes yeah, yeah. I get proper nervous and I'd be like, I just feel sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember your first gig? Yeah. Were you not nervous for that? I was terrified. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I was. I remember. <laughs> I remember playing my first gig and I was shitting myself because I couldn't even play bass. <laughs> Didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. Just yeah. Hammering root notes and that, right? But then I remember we we played this like intro and it was like. Like bass didn't come in for like a minute or something. Do you know what I mean? And then everyone's playing their instrument, and I'm just stood there like waiting to go. And I was like, and by the time it was for me to go, I was that nervous, man. <laughs> I could hardly, like, I could hardly <laughs> put the string, man. And I was like, and then I remember straight after the gig, um, I turned around, uh, I my, as I took my bass, I was like, ah, my mate Chance like jumped me up on stage and like put a drum on me, and he was like, oh, it's fucking mint like that. And when and as he said it like that, his head was like right here, and I remember just throwing up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just threw up loads because <laughs> his head right next to me he just went oh that fucking stinks <laughs> just threw up all over the stage man it's been that. it wasn't loads of it but it was fucking oh, I don't know what it was it must have just been nerves yeah 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 it would have been literally just turned turn around I'm glad I like, didn't have one more song in the set imagine that <laughs> I am uh, I was, I was very, my very first gig and the, the two bands I played in both bands mm. in, we were in school and we were in year 11 I played drums for two bands. Oh, we right. both played. No. Yeah, and um, it's because the band that I was pre- like talking about the, they were like really into like the DIY ethics at the time. To be honest, right, they were all really really intelligent lads and all doing really well now, mm. and they they had their head screwed on from early years. And I was just like, I just want to fucking play drums. Like yeah. I didn't give a shit. I was like, bash it. Yeah, I was like a fucking drink side room play drums. Yeah. And uh, but they were like, we want to play a gig. No one's going to put us on. So why don't we hire inquire about hiring out the arc? Another really? point in the yeah, room. Yeah. 
and they were like, right, how many tickets do we need? Like, how much is it? And then they did the maths on how many tickets we needed to sell really? to break even, which was about like 150. And I think we sold like 300 tickets no way. just to our school because we were just like, it was kind of like our leaving do as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the way it was timed. So we were like just fucking like selling these tickets for like a fiver, I think, at the time. Yeah. And then, yeah, fucking, the app must have been backflipping because they've been like, who the fuck are these? Like yeah, 16 year olds yeah, like course, shifting yeah. tickets. Yeah. And um, yeah, played in, played in both bands. And I was like, nervous because i was like i'm playing like back-to-back sets yeah you know what i mean and like shit myself and, uh, but by the second by the second set you did well into it was knackered Wait, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Like, be into it though. oh yeah like honestly i thought like especially playing in front of, like it was like school of rock you know like that many people from school yeah i was like i, I was like this is it i peaked yeah I probably did peak then yeah. it's been <laughs> it's been down that's meant that and the other time the other time i got proper proper nervous was the first time we um we played, I played Mills for Music Live mm. when it was like outdoor, like back in the day. By, uh, by my shop? In that field? Where it was, that was, was where there? the main stage was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and we were on, there was like a stage outside on Corporation Road. There was like one end, it was outside of Purple Onion, the other end was outside maybe like the Empire or something. Oh, yeah. And uh, the band at the time I was playing in, were playing, and I just got. I just got a tattoo on my forearms and I thought my dad was going to like kick off because my dad was buzzing so he was like, I'm going to come and watch you. Oh, yeah. So, this will make sense, but so I was paranoid about my dad seeing my new tattoo. Yeah. So I wore a long sleeved shirt, yeah. right, which is a fucking nightmare to play drums in anyway. Yeah. It was like 26 degrees, middle of summer. It was like unbelievably hot so I was like hot anyway. Yeah. And I drank loads. Did you? And I got a sunstroke and like, I was, I spent like, a solid two hours thrown up in a pot loop before we played. I had like the worst headache I've ever had. Fuck. Went on stage and I was like, I was just shitting myself because I was like, I know that I can't play very well. I fucked up like every song. Did I don't you? even know if the other lads noticed. Did you? Because they, they did. They were like, of <laughs> like, course they did. <laughs> <laughs> they were having a blast. You would, man. But I was Wait, like, I'd notice even if like Tom just like misses one little tap on the hi hat, I'm like, ah. Mate, I was like fucking hitting the rim of the snare drum and like <laughs> dropping drumsticks and all sorts because <laughs> oh. I was absolutely fucked. It was meant it's at the time, right. it was like, Meant to be the biggest like yeah. gig of my life, you know what I mean? I was like, after this, I was like, we're getting signed and fucking like, oh shit, proper fucked it up. And I was like, reality check for you. It was, it was hard work. I remember like hitting the cymbals, you know, and it's like, something's like physically like tiring to do. And I was like, we've just started. And I thought like I I wanted to always wanted to like put loads of energy into like my sets, you know yeah. what I mean? And like, get fuck out my drums. Yeah. And afterwards, I was like, <laughs> I was the fucking goose. Like. Dad was like. When I, when I, like I've been celebrating. I was like, I just want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nap. Yeah. I think I went back later and like met everyone and that. But I've had a few shockers. Me like, <laughs> I remember getting, I remember drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels before a gig before when I was like sixteen, thinking I was meant. <laughs> thinking, think my band was class and that. And I remember, yeah, just getting too excited because there was loads of people there and that. And I remember just like going on stage I'm like oh, fucking I didn't even tune my bass beforehand and that do you know what I mean so I'm like trying yeah, to tune, yeah, I remember yeah. trying to tune it on stage whereas everyone was pretty much ready to start a song and that <laughs> and I remember looking at it and like all I could see was this red line just going like that and I was like I can't, I can't even focus on it man and I was like twisting like that and then I remember playing this is so cringy man but I remember playing and thinking, like, thinking it was mint like proper fucking into it like that and, I, and when I looked to my left I remember just seeing Calvary looking at me just going what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> and I was like 
And then when he'd done that, I thought, fuck, what am I doing here? What am I fucking up? I didn't even know what I was doing wrong. But <laughs> I think I was about three seconds behind everyone else. Yeah, you know? yeah. But story of my life, that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, it's not worse, yeah. is it? Yeah, I've, like, I played a couple, like, what I found was when I played gigs, when, when I was smashed, was that I'd, like, start this, the gig. Mm. And then all of a sudden it'd be the end of the gig and I'd be like, how did that yeah, go? I, like, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, mint. And I'd be like, good, because yeah. <sighs> might have been a good it's thing. It's like cruise control, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just phone it in. Yeah. Sometimes I get scared when I'm playing. I'll, I'll be like, I think I'm going to have for dinner and that. Like, just fucking daydreaming. Thinking about, Mate, yeah, I used do to do that I mean? Like, just be daydreaming. Then I'd be can't like, wait, go to KFC. <laughs> yeah, then I'd be like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, how, long have I, how many bars have I been doing that for? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'd just be looking around and... <laughs> Just waiting for the queue to see like yeah, when it goes yeah. into the chorus or whatever. I'd always, and I, I've heard like other people mention this before, but fuck up with the second I start thinking about it. Yeah. So I'd be like, where am I? And I'd be like, I made that bit, and I'd be like, oh no, I'm like gone. Yeah. You know I've I mean? done Slip that time and loads, man. Just being like, how do I play the verse again? I'm like, shit, it's gone back into the verse. How do I play it again? How does it go again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then I'll just be like, something in my head, like towards the end of playing anyway. I'd be like, I'll just learn to be like, just don't even think about it and just let your hand do it. Do yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. You will naturally just like yeah. What I found some muscle that, memory in it. If you just like, trust yourself, you'll naturally just do it. Yeah. And the amount of times I've done it, I've been like, oh, thanks for that. What I found really weird was when my book, like yeah. the last story, I think it is. Spoiler alert! It's um, <laughs> like to the end of a film. <laughs> like so, I lost. I completely lost hearing in one of my ears from when I went. We went swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we went swimming. It, it, yeah, we used to go. We used to Not go even swimming. Play music. In fucking like when we were on tour because we we got like a swimming pool for a wash basically. <laughs> oh, you scruffy! <laughs> but then we but we'd find like water parks and be like, fuck it, we'll spend a couple of hours like going to wet and wild. You know what I mean? Like our equivalent. Meant that. Yeah, it was class. Class for like just like blast out your hangover, you get a yeah. wash, like have a good laugh with that as well. Yeah, and um, basically, I got what they call like swimming zero everywhere. <laughs> like it blocks like sort like it forces like swimming all the wax in. So, like, I couldn't hear out of one of my ears. I had left one, I think. Does he have as well? A little bit, yeah. But we used to use in-ear monitors. Or, I, like, I did, because I had the click track, because we were, like, put, synced up to, like, a full backing track oh, and shit. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'll be all right. I've still got one ear where I can hear the click mm. and, like, a little bit of backing. So I was like, it'll be fine. It fucking completely, like, ruined me. Like, I it was painful. Like we were playing s- songs and like the bass drops were coming in at the wrong bit and that like, because oh, no. once like we, we effectively, our set was like 32 minutes or whatever. It was one, it was one track. So we didn't stop and start for each song. It was like, go. And then no you, you had to be perfect for those 32 no minutes. Way. It was fucking like, looking back, it was mental. It was I remember like, watching intense. this before and I like, obviously I knew that you were playing the click track and, that, yeah, and I was yeah. just like, because whenever we were recording that, Tom used to hate playing the click track. It's hard. Yeah. And like it is hard, like do you know what I mean? Yeah, I had to force Just hearing that to like initially it's a bit of bollock, and then I think like yeah, obviously a long time ago, the first time I ever recorded in the studio to a click, I was like I hated it and I didn't do a very good job. So then I went back and then like forced myself to play it with click for like a year, and then after that. that I was like it's, it becomes a lot easier, obviously, like doing anything. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I just couldn't believe how much of a difference it made because I was like I can still hear it out of one of my ears, I can still hear the click. Why can't I keep that in time? It's really weird. It's yeah. just completely like. I think we've even got some like old recordings that we did on like an eight track and that where it would like 
tempo would like speed up and oh not even on no not even on, well some recordings that we did in the house on our own and that yeah like tempo and that would just change yeah of a chorus and that the chorus would just be like faster then it would just go back to like a slower pace for a verse and that yeah yeah, yeah. It, was just that natural. Wi- it was just that wild yeah it's hard like i've always been like on the fence about click tracks because you don't want to like live you are like everybody plays the songs faster whether you like it or not yeah so you just you just you click like by like 10 bpm or whatever but i don't know there's i think it's really hard because there's like an energy between like when you're all locked in and you want to fucking like thrash and you do want to speed up like you can't control a, a click to like yeah, catch up with like, you you know yeah. what i mean like it's, it's really well, weird. in between songs imagine if something happens in between songs where like yeah well lots of people like trigger it so like all oh, right in between songs they just have a thing and it'll put yeah. them in and i think i was watching Foo fighters before and I was trying to figure out how they they were like controlling the click because the timing was just the speed was all over the place and one of the songs and I was like maybe they're just not you know like if you're Foo Fighters and you're just fucking locked in nah, I don't think they played the click you know do you think I mean? most bands played the click or not I wouldn't think so I know. think a lot do do you yeah 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 just based on Whoa. putting on a lot of gigs at like the Empire and stuff yeah like a lot do yeah fuck probably more than you realise but still probably yeah. less than I'm making out you know what I mean yeah yeah so yeah i don't know i feel like in like i know indie is like a bit broad but like indie bands probably less so because it's it's probably a bit more about like the feel yeah whereas like a lot of technical metal bands it's like i can understand that yeah they've all got a fucking beep in their ear so that they're like true i can understand that like yeah it's hard but yeah i still don't know where i land on it because you can lose like the soul of the performance a little bit i guess through through the click maybe depends what you're about it depends yeah it does like and it depends how you've rehearsed your set yeah if you left time for like stuff in between songs you can have a bit of crack or whatever or yeah, yeah. What, I don't know whatever your performance is all about really. yeah it depends doesn't it do you think you'll what do music again yeah I was going to say being a band again but I was like uh, like playing or like create music is probably a nicer way to put it um I don't know, man. Just fucking drunk it. I know, yeah. Bring your bass. I in think um, <laughs> interlude. I'm not. A, I'm not really a songwriter. I feel right. Like. I, um, but and then for me to want to be in a band because I'm so busy in that now. It would have to be a band that I'm really into. I wouldn't even dare think about starting something fresh. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I get, no. I, I get. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of what like. I how just I think I it's too much hard work, man. Yeah. And then for what at the end of it? play a gig in front of eight people that I've done a million times like <laughs> yeah, nah yeah, yeah. I can't really be a ass man yeah. but I know but I, like, I get you once you've done it it's it's hard to be like you know, imagine starting tattooing again yeah that's like basically oh, what you're doing yeah you know what I mean yeah but with with the lads because we've got that chemistry we've been playing together for like 10 years or whatever mm-hmm. if they were like the only way I'd do that again is if we would just like not even tell anyone that we're getting back together and if we were just right bunch of songs right Cause i feel like we had about six or seven songs left in us before we even finished yeah yeah, Do you know yeah. What i mean and we ended up just sacking it yeah and just calling it a day because we were like we're at the peak yeah Do you know what i mean so it's best to end at your, your peak and yeah, yeah. rather than let it die yeah. off a little bit and it was just before corona and shit so yeah worked yeah, yeah worked out perfectly really I but that's the only way i would do music again i think mm. what about you yeah i just with with rates i got that thing that you run about where like they had like a style which is important i mm. think anyway 
and like a look and a feel and some songs already written yeah so it was like we need a drummer yeah. and we've got gigs booked that are pretty good yeah so i was like i mean yeah you know what i mean if they'd asked me maybe six months before yeah I'd probably said no really <laughs> yeah because yeah. i like it, it like it's like just that thing i was tired of it and like that fresh like i was like fuck even even then with all that i was like fucking hell do i have it in me to like have another go around and I, like then i was like yeah fucking right i do like yeah let's let's have a crack but um I don't know. I don't know if I'd ever been a band. I liked the idea of like writing music in the same way that I liked the idea of I liked the idea of buying some paints and doing a painting. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Even though I'm probably do, not very good at it. I do miss it like. Yeah. My little brother's sent me um like a little tune that he's working on. Yeah. Like he just got like a little home set up of an interface and that. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like listening to that and I was like, I'd love to like just put bass sounds onto that. Just yeah. A bit yeah. of fun on that. Like yeah, nothing exactly. to, nothing too hectic, but yeah. Doing a band and that again, like, oh, mate, the more, the more I've got in, like, involved in the industry and that, especially now, as a, as an unsigned band, it's trying to make it and that, now, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the shit you have to do and that, I was just, I was cringing towards the end, yeah. do you know what I mean? I was just like, it's all about your image and, like, your, your inst- social media, like, people uh-huh. care more about your social media than they do about your fucking songs and that, and I was just like, do you know what? Oh, Grimming not it. Not for me, that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd come have a laugh with my mates, write some songs and then go play some gigs and that. yeah. We had some right funny times gigging and that though. Yeah. Like, best times, didn't they? Like yeah, fuck. There's nothing better than piling in the van and just fucking like yeah, yeah. We had some and uh, and like the last tour we did was like the funniest, the funniest one. Yeah, like, yeah. Right yeah. before we had finished, man. I remember we were, <laughs> we were driving to Isle of Wight. I'll tell you the story quickly because it's funny. I'll yeah, no, I've got no time. Yeah, yeah. I probably told you right, but we were driving. We were driving to Isle of Wight and uh, we stopped off at a service station and. Uh, Luke and Johnny went to go to the toilet, and uh, Luke's gone. <laughs> Luke's gone into the toilet. I'm gonna try not to cry of laughter here before I even told you. <laughs> but Luke's Luke's gone into the toilet, closed the cubicle, and then Johnny's like followed them in, and the cubicle next to Luke's gone on that, and Luke sat down, and all he's had is the cubicle next to him is, is just like someone shitting all over, it's just like <laughs> like big fucking explosion. Yeah, and yeah. That. And Luke thought it was Johnny, so so Luke's gone. Oh, you dirty cunt! Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he went, get that flush now before it starts fucking stinking. <laughs> and Johnny's just gone, it's not me, that night. <laughs> and Luke's just gone, you're fucking joking. And then I was, and now I was like out, out the front, like buying shit and that. And then Johnny's come out crying, told, <laughs> told me what's happened. And then I'm pissing myself. I could not stop laughing. I'll cry and laughter. And the bloke behind the counter. He had what happened. He was even pissing himself. <laughs> and we're all pissing ourselves, right? But then Luke said that when when Johnny's walked out, Luke's just gone to the bloke, don't you even think about wiping your ass before me, man. He's like, I don't even want to fucking see your face and that. He was like <laughs> scared that he's going to bump into him and that. Oh, that's so funny, man. <laughs> the service station stops are like Mate, they're the like, best. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I think you've just been in the van for fucking ages and then as soon as you get out, you're like you're probably dusty as well and like you're already and you're, and yeah and you're getting excited buying sweets and that yeah yeah yeah, yeah you can see it in like the people the regular people that are at the service station are just like what the fuck? yeah the best they must see some sights as well like, <laughs> yeah 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 all the lorry drivers and that yeah the massage chairs are the ones as well oh yeah I, I've never really had a, a bash on them especially if you've like really? been long van drive and you're just like yeah do you reckon spend a fortune I yeah. always go on the little claw machines and that that's just like right by the front door <laughs> <laughs> I'm just buzzing to have a go on one of them. I actually, I actually want a banana on one of them. 
a banana. Yeah, because me and Johnny went through and I was like, I seen it on the way in, but I was like, right, I won't say out. And then on the way, on the way out, I was like, Johnny, did you see that? And he was like, that banana. Like, interrupted me. Like, he seen it as well. And I was like, should I try and get it? He was like, yeah. Literally, first go, got it. And we were just, cr- like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Just cruising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just daft, really. Like, me and Johnny, like, little kids, man. It was like, yeah, there's like a feeling of, like, freedom, I think. That I felt most, actually, when I worked at Skins and Needles and we were about to go on tour. And, like... Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I think I, like, opened up or something like that day and then I was like an hour later I was yeah like, I remember off. that Yeah, and I was like fucking got in the van shut the door turned my phone off and I was like fucking yeah <laughs> you know what I mean just cause it's just like that literally like it's almost like you went it's like a holiday but it's not you know what I mean like yeah. it's, it's just fucking it's just the whole experience even driving there and that as well it's yeah. just mint isn't it yeah good uh, crack touring was fucking mint yeah and, but like we used to say like on to like playing gigs was the worst part because you'd have so <sighs> much fun what, what, what like playing the gig? Be, just, no, playing the gig was the worst part because yeah. you'd have so much fun no, yes, would, yeah. in the van going there, fucking yeah. around, and then afterwards, the like, hotel, partying. man. The hotel's after, man. Yeah, after yeah, yeah. Hotels, you're posh. Well, I'm, no, joking. I say, I'm joking. I'm no, joking. We I had say, hotels as well. No, I say hotel, but it was just like a hostel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. All bunk beds and that. Yeah. We had that. We, um, yeah, it's just, uh, uh, my, the one thing that was like, the one thing I got to the point with, where like playing gigs was like, I got really annoyed if it was like a really shitty venue and there was mm. nowhere to like set up. Mm, you know no. what I mean? I was like, all I want is like, because we had quite a complicated setup. I was like, all I want is like a backstage area. Yeah. Not to like fucking get a shower and like sit and eat blue M and M's and that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I just, yeah. I just need somewhere to put my gear down mm. and pack it and put it together so that I can like get it on stage. Yeah. And if it was like a proper shitty little stage where the fucking it was like wobbly and that, I was just like, well, there's a little shitty band on after you. They're not even that big, and they're just like, we're not moving the drum kit, and you're not allowed to use it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You have to set up the drum kit in front of theirs, and yeah. everyone's like still on the side. Like, I've driven nine hours from Middlesbrough, yeah. like, gives a chance. And then there's a drum kit. We had that much of a shit stage before in Newcastle. Grant was fucking playing on the windowsill. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I swear, I'm still on the windowsill, man, behind the curtain. Just still on the windowsill, playing, I'll play there. <laughs> and I was like, you fucking thought it was like a muse podium or something. <laughs> I set my drums up in the kitchen while I was making Sunday dinners in the pub before. No. Mate, it was fucking hilarious. Just my breakables. Yeah. Still, yeah, in Bristol. I love funny shit like that. It was off it. I had a disabled toilet in Sheffield as well. Really? Yeah, it was mint that. No way. It's fucking sad. I was like, this is mint if I just need a piss. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, when the gig, like, I had to stay in there because it, like, blocked, like, to the, like, the bands, well, the crowd. Yeah. So I was, like, about 20 minutes before we had, like, like the band before us were on we're like finishing off so I had to fucking go lock myself in the disabled toilet set up all my drums and wait for the band to finish and unlock the door no. and I was yeah yeah it's fucking it. mint but yeah I remember we played um, a gig in Dublin at Whedon's and we played a gig night before with this band called Totally Police Club that we were supporting and they were like yeah Whedon's is mint we played King Tut's in Glasgow and it was right. fast yeah. like midnight yeah, yeah. and he was like wait till you go to Dublin Whedon's is insane yeah and uh, I drove there whilst, well, me and Johnny drove all the gear and the rest flew. And we were just fuming, but then we got on the ferry and that. And we were like, fucking hell, the ferry was mint, man. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just getting massages and that. And we were just like getting massages and that. I got off at Dublin, drove there and that from Belfast. And then I got in there. And you when you go into a pub and there's like, not a stage, but it's like a corner of a room. And it's just like one step, about that big. Yeah, yeah. One step going along like that. And there was like one mic stand. And I was like, fucking hell, we're not going to get on here. There's a five of us, do you know what I mean? I was like, no way we're going to get on there. And I was like, raging. I was like, because it took a piss out of Jeff, like they said, this venue's meant to be dog shit. Yeah, yeah. So I said, because we were first ones there, I said, but I was like, oh, I'm playing a gig tonight, and that. I was raging. And he was like, he was like, oh, no, I'll just go through that door there. 
went for a little dawn. It was massive, man. It was like a, it was like okay. a, it was like a town hall. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was just like, fucking hell, thank fuck for that. And then, when you go backstage, it was like upstairs. We had this massive room to ourselves and that right. fridge, like full rider and that, like track like kings and that. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember after we finished playing, because this must have been like a really old building, loads of rooms and that. When we were upstairs backstage, there was like another secret door. Well, not a secret door, but just a door going to another room. And we w- went in there and it was, we were in someone's like 50th birthday party. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I was like, how are we end up in here? And there was like, and there was just like a, I remember being like a projector with like loads of these photos on them and just like better buffet. So we were just in there smashing buffet and that. <laughs> but that's like the best you'll get that. That's yeah, one of the best gigs yeah, I've yeah. played, I think. Yeah. Yeah, tell everyone about your run. So oh, shit. Runs. runs. I don't know, just kicking stuff. So I'm running. I'm going to aim to run 52 miles throughout the full of September to yeah. raise money for Shelter, which is a homeless charity. It's been d- donated uh, across the northeast. Yeah. Um, and I've raised, I think I've raised about 400 quid so far. Mint. And I've ran fuck off. <laughs> 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 nah, I've done a bit. I've done like... That's two marathons. Two marathons this month that I try and do. Yeah. Which... It's about two miles a day, but no one's running every day, are they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't run every day. No, but you got to recover. I did 13K last week, uh-huh. and then I did 8.5K this morning, Mid. but I was boxing last night as well, so I was fucked. <laughs> so like, and then I was running on boxing as well, but I didn't set me uh, yeah, up yeah. and that, but yeah, so I was count. like, I'm going to do that, because I'm going to be boxing three times a week, so I'm yeah, yeah. doing like little tiny runs and that. Yeah. All makes a difference in it. So yeah, I'm doing that for charity, if you want to donate. Cool. There's a link on my Instagram. At Sonny Joe Tatua. Sonny Joe Tatua. Sweet. Or the Sundad account. Yeah. Yeah, Sundad. Mid? Yeah. I've got... <laughs> <laughs> I've got a book out. Please buy it. It's about... I've, it's right, I've basically read... I've told most of the stories from it there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> it's <laughs> nice. Of, yeah. It's, it's really nice and good. It's a... <laughs> It's normal. Oh, it's, uh, it's yeah. It's all about my time on tour. So if you like that, but it's sort of easy thing. read as well, isn't it? Like it's not too big or anything. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, easy yeah. read. Fly through it. I've had a few mates message me like it's the first book I've read from start to finish. Yeah, apart from like Biff Chip and Kipper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, go buy that. It's on my Instagram and um, go buy some. But have you got any clothes on sale? You selling any t-shirts? I've got a few t-shirts in my big cartel. Yeah, yeah. not many left though. I have to be quick. Sweet. Twenty quid. Cool. Head to it. Yeah. Sorry. Just desperate to plug my own. Shout out to me, mum. Ripjujitsu.com. Buy some um, t shirts that have nothing to do with jujitsu. Just skateboarding. (laughs) (laughs) And cobras and shit. So, yeah. Uh, Thanks for listening. That was mint. Thank you, Sonny. Sound. Thanks, Rick. That was a good laugh. Appreciate it. Good. It was good and nice. (laughs) Good and nice and happy. Yeah, and happy. Lovely. (laughs)